Savvy, Booked, and Blessed, a podcast for bold female leaders making bold moves. I'm your host, Devin A. Thaxton, founder and CEO of Pro Savvy Strategic Performance Agency. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Savvy, Booked, and Blessed. Joining us for this episode is a professional hair and makeup artist and founder of Faces by Fiona and Biloxia Beauty Products, Fiona Taylor. Faces by Fiona is an on-site company for hair and makeup artistry for bridal, special events, and special effects dedicated to using extreme refinement to capture the desire and beauty of each client. Fiona carries over a decade worth of experience in the fashion and beauty industry and has worked with countless private clients, photographers, and magazines. As a former model, and after completing fashion and design studies at Miami International University of Art and Design, Fiona partnered with some of the industry's best, such as MAC Cosmetics, Sephora brand, The Body Shop, and The Red Door Spa, learning some insider secrets and hands-on technical experience on professional makeup techniques. Hi, Fiona. Hey there. Thank you so much. Thanks yeah. for having me. I was just asking you in your, for those of us who are listening and maybe not seeing in video, Fiona has like these beautiful crowns kind of behind her. Tell us a little bit more about, she has also like this neon faces, but like her setup is so cute. Thank you. Well, I have to say that my mom, she helped me design this background just for filming videos. I plan to do like even more video content you yeah. know, in the future, but you want to learn about more about my crowns? Yeah. Well, my gorgeous. Galaxy of Beauty. And I have several different types of bridal accessories, special events accessories, uh, just to embellish people and help them look beautiful and feel queenly for their special events. And I also feature cosmetics that specializes in special event readiness. So that way our clients look perfect for their pictures all night long and, you know, feel good about how they show up in photos. I love that. That is so great. Tell us a little bit more about your company, I guess, more of how you started and where it's grown to what it is today. Sure. Okay. So I've been in the industry pretty much my whole life. I I can't remember a time where I wasn't obsessed with, you know, getting my picture taken or, you know, being in the fashion scene or, you know, obsessed with clothes and beauty. So I have been doing pageants, makeup artistry, modeling, you know, throughout my whole life. Of course, I've had some strange jobs here and there, but I've always (laughs) been led back to the beauty industry and put my focus there. And I'm really happy with how it's progressed. Um, But one reason I really found a calling and what I do right now is because my upbringing, I was faced with so many people in the industry, whether it be hair or makeup artistry, not knowing how to provide the best services for people of all colors and races and genders, ethnicities. So one thing that I really put a focus on is really being able to truly make everyone look beautiful and see themselves, you know, beautiful for their special day and having the techniques to provide services for all different skin colors, hair types. And even if it's an alien that you want to be for your, whether it be a party or a photo shoot, I really wanted to dig into what people wanted to see themselves as and bring that forward. So the company has grown 
more than myself, you know, the calling people were satisfied enough to where I, I had the ability to grow my team. Mm. So I have a, a team of makeup artists that work my company and we do so many kinds of events and weddings and we really focus on the ability to, you know, take care of many different types of people in the world because that's what I see when I look around. So yeah. <laughs> share that all of our clients can be taken care of. Absolutely. Amazing. There's been two experiences, one for a friend's wedding and one for just like a silly photo shoot that I did earlier this year that I, both of the makeup artists were white and didn't know what to do with my hair and definitely didn't know. I thought in one of them, my hair was natural and the other one, my hair was braids. So she lucked out on that, on the second one, but in the first one, and I hated what she did to my face for the wedding that I was in. And the other one, I was like, I've just kind of touched it up secretly. Yeah. And unfortunately I hear that so much that it kind of like breaks my heart and people now to this day, they read my reviews. They see the people in my portfolio. I try to make sure everyone, you know, is represented so that when they're looking at my company, they see themselves Mm. and know know from our experience that we're able to take care of them and we try to make a priority i try to train my staff and team and make sure to hire only people how to you know work in an environment to anyone can sit down in their chair and they would come out looking beautiful and feeling great about what they're wearing and what they look like yeah absolutely and so starting what or tell us a little bit more of your journey did it start with doing, you know, owning your own business, hair, makeup yourself. And then did you start adding products and then bringing people on or kind of what was the journey of, of the that? Journey, I, I was um, working at a counter in a salon and also within the modeling, I've always done this kind of on the side. Sure. So freelancing what is what allowed me to build up enough clientele to where I was able to bring in more people to assist me. So it got to a point where I was like, okay, so I can't do 10 to 15 people's faces in like four hours. So sure. I'm going to have to add some more people on to assist me with these weddings. So it just began me working at the counter and working at a salon and then having to branch out from there, not only to assist the clients that were reaching out for services, but I was trying to find a way to build a business and also take care of myself financially because I really felt like I desired more out of life than, you know, living paycheck to paycheck pretty much. Yeah. So I've always had the entrepreneurial spirit about myself, whether it was in the fashion industry, working freelance, which and has transitioned into the beauty industry. But I've always kind of just done all of the things and been able to do them all at one time, whether it be working as a, for a fashion company and being a designer. They often hired me to be a model at the same time. <laughs> and then I've had some companies off, uh, give me the option to do the makeup artistry and photo shoot coordination all within the same role. So I really feel like now I can focus just on beauty and hair and it's, it's really grown into where it is right now, where I have a staff of uh, people that work for me and we're taking care of, you know, many different types of clients. Yeah. Would you say that you like doing more bridal work or event spaces or, or like, you know, events or special effects? Like, where would you say that you get super excited uh, about? My most excited transformations 
honestly, it's seeing the transformation within the person. Sure. I just love a creative outlet, to be honest, whether it's coordinating a fashion shoot, doing someone's hair into a, you know, an updo mm -hmm. or transforming even I have many clients that are male to female. Some of them, they want a drag transformation or yeah. even some are transgender. Now that's coming more into the company and in mm -hmm. people's eyes. I just love the idea of having people look as beautiful as they feel inside. Just making sure to bring forth that empowerment and just a transformation with only, not only from the outside, but from within as well. So just the power of transformation for me is just really what I'm after. Yeah, absolutely. When you started your business and kind of where you are now, what is something that you wish you knew then that you do now? Uh, whenever I first started my business, something that I wish I known. <laughs> Let's see. I wish that I would have known how to run the business side of my business without having to find out the hard way sure. <laughs> everything, whether it be from taxes to, you know, hiring people and recruiting people, training people mm. that was, I was just completely caught off guard by that process. And it's such a huge, important part of business. You need to have wow. people that are very dedicated, talented, reliable, uh, skilled, trained, you know, so I really wish that there was more out there, not only like from my college days, I took a business class, but they really didn't touch much into like really what it was to run your own business. Sure. And definitely not these days, right? Like they will sometimes, at least in schools of how to write, how to, and I put this in quotes, run a big corporation or how to, you know, a brick and mortar, typical corporate type job but not necessarily in a creative space or as an entrepreneur and how to separate those things. That, that is unfortunately a lot of education that's, that I've missed, I think. Yeah, I really feel like they don't put a lot of focus into creative careers. Yeah. So that could be something that can be improved within the, the school system, I believe, is the ability to know how to balance being an artist and also having your own business. Because there's so many artists out there that, you know, try to learn from the internet or try and not succeed. Uh, and they really need to have both ends of the business, the creative side of it, and also being able to be strategic with what you do and how to run finances and hire people, book yeah. yourself out, being organized, all of those things. Right. And even so, if you're also learning along the way that that it, like all of those things give you hives when you think about it, like organizing the business in the way or like strategic planning and, and all of those things, knowing that there are options of like hiring OBMs like myself or joining certain masterminds or groups or just having it in your brain that like, I hate doing the bookkeeping for my business. I will do it for now, but I know that's one of the first things that I want to remove off of my plate, like as soon as I can. Yeah. And it actually, it came to me, the need to have to hire more people when, you know, in the more business administrative side is because I found myself working from five o'clock in the morning until like one o'clock in the morning, the next day. So it wasn't a stop into like how much I was doing. I was, you know, working and not getting sleep. I am also a mother. So I had to balance like 
you know, raising children and helping with homework and responding to leads and making proposals, also doing the job as well. So there is a time to where, yeah, it was definitely necessary to hire people to take that load off of my hands so I can put it more into the creative side of my business. Absolutely. From some of your clients that you've had in the past, what is one of your favorites or maybe like a transformation that you just love that still sticks with you? Honestly, I love to work with the trans community. Mm-hmm. And I hate to sound cliche and it's going on like right now in the world, but there was a transformation that I did just um, about a month ago to where a woman just transitioned into her life and she was in her 30s. And I have a lot of clients that come to me like this. They have lived their entire life kind of like in a shadow of who they really wanted to be. And it kind of sad, saddened me to think, saddened me, saddens me to think <laughs> that someone wasn't really truly happy with their outward appearance. And you know, they have to hide that fact. But I really enjoy working with those kind of people because it really allows them to see like who they really are within themselves and live their true life. And that is like the biggest transformation or even experience for me is to be a part of that and also help other people recognize their true beauty, whether it be a trans person or a woman who's never put on makeup. It's just like, they are afraid to express themselves. And I come in and say like, Hey, you can, it's okay to be happy in the world. Uh, Let's make this happen and bring forth who you really want to be. And that person that I worked with was very appreciative and gave tons of reviews that, you know, made her feel like a princess <laughs> and me feel fulfilled and making sure that they felt happy with how they look. Yeah, absolutely. I bet that would be such a, just thinking about her, such a daunting experience of, and I guess such a joy to just be able to connect with someone who already knows all the things, who's able to kind of jumpstart how she really wants to feel and go into that boldly. It's a whole new, another life for them. Yeah. And it's not only certain people that, you know, feel this way as women, I feel like whether it's your upbringing, uh, your religious lifestyle, your family values, even sometimes I get there and they already have these preconceived ideas of like, oh, I can't do that because Mm -hmm. I've been told that it's wrong or I don't want to look promiscuous. I'm just like, why are you thinking that way about Mm -hmm. your potential beauty? Like if you feel happy and looking like this or wearing those eyelashes or red lipstick or even makeup in general, they're just like, not too much of this or that, because I don't want to appear this way. It's all about how you feel. It's going to help you look just bringing out your natural features and making you feel confident and empowered to be happy with how you feel, not be scared of how someone else is going to view you. Yeah, absolutely. You're so right. For a long time, I did not wear blush. I was like, black girls don't wear blush for some reason. Or if we do, at at least at that time, it was like starkly red and like super harsh, at least from what I was seeing around. And so being able to just like try something new, I can't leave the house without a little bit of like blush on and being able to find like what works best for me. And so being able to step into that is like such a small but powerful 
powerful thing. You know, I think some people are just like, oh, it's just makeup, but it's not. It's or to just this one day for your wedding or it's just this one, you know, whatever it is. But it, you're so right that it is how you want to feel and how you see yourself and being able to like step out into that. Yeah, step into what makes you feel uncomfortable just to see if it might change a little bit about how it makes you feel. Yeah. And it's so funny that you said that about the blush because it comes up quite a bit. Like whenever I'm working with brown skin ladies, they're just like, am I supposed to be wearing blush? Like, I thought that wasn't for me or something because I don't blush naturally. Well, blue eyeshadow isn't there naturally either. <laughs> True. There's a lot of things that we're doing to ourselves, like to enhance it. So right. you, you know, think outwardly just differently about makeup because it's meant to embellish you it's made to bring out the beauty to add beauty even and I wrote even a blog post on whether or not you know deeply complected ladies can wear blush and why you should even wear blush in the first place so it's always fun to like debunk some of these myths that they've heard they're just like oh I thought like you couldn't do this I'm like oh okay well maybe that blog post was wrong yeah we can definitely do that. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And has it been interesting for you seeing more options as far as color ranges and, you know, access to a lot of from drugstore to Sephora and all of those things, just being able to see the range changes? That is so necessary and oh. so exciting to be, you know, alive in this time period. I wish that it could have been an option for my mom even yeah. and further on back. And that's kind of one of the reasons why maybe I became so obsessed because I just like, I couldn't find <laughs> the colors that were right for me or even people to do it on me that was, you know, satisfactory. I'm definitely um, happy with the colored ranges and all what Rihanna has done and made it happen in the beauty industry because it was definitely a, a missing thing. It used to aggravate me seeing like only like five, not even five, they would yeah. have like two or three. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like really dark, really red, or just like ashy. You just like, yeah. none of these. <laughs> right. No, it's so true. I remember my boyfriend who was white a couple years ago. He was like, I was in the, I was looking for, I don't know, whatever, lotion or something in the makeup section. He's like, I noticed there were only like five colors, but there was like 14 other colors for lighter complexion people. And I was like, oh, sweetheart. Okay. It's time to have the talk. Like, we were about and it really doesn't make sense either because just as many people in the world that would like to buy it. Right. So with a limitation and yeah. the selections, it's just not right. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't right. right. Yeah. Just not thinking about the black and brown dollar. Yeah. <laughs> like suspend <laughs> yeah an afterthought like I'm trying to buy that makeup you know as well or you know all of those things and so it is unfortunate to see but it's it was unfortunate to see and it's really nice to see all of the ranges and stuff even recently finding like a BB cream couldn't find that for a long time until recently right BB cream it just it somehow gets missed Maybe there just needs to be more people within those companies yeah. saying like, hey, we need to have this for these kind of colors. And I've even been reached out to for some companies to have my you know, expertise on like yeah. what shades were necessary to have in a collection because they needed uh, another person's opinion that wasn't like looking like them. Right. Yeah, <laughs> but, right, right, right. Yeah. 
and I guess I didn't mean BB cream. I guess I meant more tinted moisturizer, but yeah, just ask the question. If you guys don't know, then bring someone in who has expertise, just like you're saying with your business of getting to that place of, I need to go to bed. (laughs) So I need to bring people in who are helping me. So you're not up until one in the morning doing all the things all the time. Yes, definitely asking the question. I try to always ask myself, like, how can something be better? How can I make sure that I'm accommodating everyone and everyone is happy? It's just so bogus. It's so crazy to me. That that wasn't even asked for like decades. Decades. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Where do you see or where would you like to see your business grow in the next few years? I definitely would like to see the company expanding into different markets. Like right now we're in Dallas, Fort Worth. I have a pretty good sized uh, artistry team that's working for my company, but the plans are on that end of it to try to expand into more towns in Dallas, or not Dallas, but in Texas. Sure. Like Austin, Houston, just different areas in Texas first, and then maybe seeing what our options are in other states as well. Amazing. Um, But other than um, that, I really do see the brand expanding into more people's uh, awareness. Uh, I'm trying to get a lot of things together uh, with uh, just branding on the internet. So hoping to bring forth some video content and going in that direction, more blog posts, video creation, and being able to reach more people, not only in Texas, but on a national level or international level. Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. If People are in the Texas area or even looking to purchase any of the products that you have for their special day, their wedding day or anything like that. Where can they find you? Uh, They can check us out on the website, facesbyfiana.com. There is also a link uh, within the options to go to Beluxia Beauty, which takes them over to the accessories and beauty company side of it. And they could submit their information, uh, read about the team, read about the company, our goals, philosophies, and even read blog posts and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Check us out on the internet. Awesome. Yay. What was so great chatting with you today. And I'm so excited for... And just thankful that you're doing the work that you're doing because no one should ever experience even in, you know, a little bit of what I experienced of not feeling great on such special days. Yeah, we try to make sure that no matter how you come and how you identify, you can be taken care of and you can feel beautiful and photographed properly. Our mission is to make sure that people, you know, look as good as they feel, vice versa, and also photograph properly. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. And thank you everyone who has been listening. We will see you guys on the next one. Okay. Thank you. to Savvy Booked and Blessed. If you are a successful six to seven figure female entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit podcast.prosavvyas.com dash podcast slash guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot on your phone and text it to your friend or post it on the socials. If you know of someone that would be a great guest, go ahead and tag them in social media and let them know about the show and include hashtag Savvy, Look, and Blessed. I love seeing your posts and I love your guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss out on any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. 
give your thumbs up ratings and reviews. They definitely go a long way to help promote the show. It means a lot to me and my team. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.